Welcome, everyone, to the Wild Will Throwdown, Episode 5. Another week ahead in the world of short track racing is upon us, and complete it just was a great week of short track racing. Today on the show, we will discuss some of the previous weekend's results, and also a very special guest joins us today. He is the driver of the number 32 machine for the Lucas Oil Great American Stocks, and that is David Baines that competes at Salem Speedway. We will also talk about the upcoming schedule for April 23rd and 24th. And of course, most people know about the shortage across America for the tires, and it's still, still marching on, unfortunately. Talk to a lot of promoters and drivers are still scrambling to find tires, and their tracks for their cars are kind of going down. The inflation is causing more and more lower car counts across the nation as well. Hopefully things will improve, but with fuel and tire issues continuing, it's going to be harder and harder for those guys to compete. Of course, we always don't think about the things that you know the drivers have to deal with, also the cost for their hauler and their fuel as well for those. So we'll keep an eye on the situation as we talk to more and more representatives of the tire industry. You see American Racer and Hoosier being the two main tire providers. But now it's time to look at some of the results around the area this past weekend. We kick things off with the Sports Drum Speedway. It was the Keep Cool 100 night presented by G&G Radiator this past Saturday. The night kicked off with qualifying for the Kentuckiana Tank Wash Modified Figure 8 cars. It was Ricky Puckett in the number 17 that had the fastest time overall with a time of 21.381. But feature time, the invert was a 5. The first feature of the night was the Powder Puff feature event. Miranda Jane picked up the win and finally got that monkey off her back in the number 30 machine. Earlier in the night, the two powder puff heat races was won by Don Douglas in the number 93 and Marissa Stevenson in the 222. Also, the Ford Oval Division saw five heat races as they had 55 Fords entered for the night. The heat race wins went to Joe Wilhoyt in the number 94, Carl Harding in the 47, Jake Wells in the number 13, Greg Green in the 76, and Craig Wilder in the 41 clinching the heat races. The 25-lap ICA Dumpster Sportsman saw Marcus Elliott in number 20 pick back up a win after coming off a great 2021 season. The first Ford Oval feature went to Derek Smith in the 164. Ford feature number two was won by AJC in the number 77 Shelton-owned ride. The B feature went to Jeff Roberts in the number 34 brand-new ride. Then we look at the Ford figure eight feature. It was won by Craig Wilder in the number 41 back to his winning ways. Also, the minivans showed out for Saturday night. It was won by birthday boy himself, Ricky Puckett, in the number 14. And, of course, we talk about the big one. The Keep Cool 100 had 15 cars start the event as Matt Johnson clinched the win in the number zero, followed by Ricky Puckett in the 17. Up next, a little dirt action as Brownstown Speedway had kids' night. Britton Godsey picked up the win in the Indiana Pro Late Models event as they had 27 entries. Great car count. Edgar Godsey picked up the All-in-One Pools Pure Stocks as they saw 21 entries. The Canes Tree Service Hornets went to Michael Brewer. Crown Vic's feature went to Michael Kramner as he is now 2-for-2 two two at Brownstown Speedway this season. And this was great to see. 35 entries in the MMSA mini sprints as Ron Henning clinched the win. We go up the road a little bit to Paragon Speedway. The Jessup Logistics Sprint Cars went to Tim Creech. The Mooresville Welding 
Super stocks went to Bryce Snyder. The Wilson Custom Hornets saw Dylan Wheeler take home the win. The Wilson's Tree Company Bombers saw Michael Nell take home the win. And finally, their Durabilt Performance Modifieds, Derek Groomer, picked up the checkers. A big night this past Saturday night at Florence Speedway. Saw the Spring 50 for the Super Late Models headlined. Also on card was the Hornet feature. Kevin McCoy in the 51 picked up the win. Sport Mods, Matt Watson picked up the win there. Modified went to Cole Falloway. And the Spring 50, big win for Josh Rice in his hometown track, holding off not that much of a local guy, but a national circuit guy, Bobby Pierce, and then Turbo Tyler Erb finished third. Our friends up at Lawrenceburg Speedway had their opening night. The Kelsey Chevrolet Sprints, the 20th Tyler Kendall picked up the win. The Coy Auto Parts Modified saw Kyle Shomick in the number 23 win. Impact Sports Pure Stocks, Will Hayes in the 66. The Bestlers You Pull and Save Hornets went to Cordell Moore in the 15C. Then our friends right up north at Indianapolis Speedrome had the last chance record service legends. Alan Edsel, John Robbins, and Drew Evans was your top three. The Reef Aquarium Shop Adult Fast Card saw Kyle Norris, Trinity Armor, and Manny Aguilar was your top three there. Then it was time for the Circle City Pyrotechnics Junior Fast Cards. Feature 1 went to Dale Armor, Feature 2, Colston Julius, and Feature 3 went to Mason Hargraves. The Hearts Auto Sales Factory Front Wheel Drive was also in action as Wes Stigman, Jess Holiday, and Robert Eviso was your top three. And then, of course, your Browns Oil Service Late Model Figure 8 went to Ben Tunney in the number 5, Austin in the 7, and then Artie Beware picked up 3rd in the 38. It was a big night of racing at the Anderson Speedway. The Vores Welding CRA Sportsman Late Models was in action. Jeff Markham picked up the win. The Van Hoyle Oil CRA Street Stock saw Josh Poor pick up the win. Then, of course, the Vores Compact Touring Series, powered by Mercer County Electric, Chris Jennings, his third straight as he clinched five flags, Shady Bow, and now Anderson. And then the B4 Series, presented by D&J Auto Sales, saw TJ Fannin in the 35 picked up the win, followed by Bradley Winters. Impressive to see Bradley get that car back together from the previous incident at Sportstrom Speedway. He came home second. Our friends down at Burnside, Kentucky, at the Lake Cumberland Speedway, kicked off their season. They saw the American All-Star Series presented by PPM Racing Products. Hayden Cardwell picking up his second straight win of the 2022 season in that series. The Nails Core Supply front-wheel drive mini-stock feature. Ryan Harness in the 13 machine picked up the win. Caleb Wilson in the Lumber Grassroots Hobby Stocks. That was Bo Gilly that picked up the win there. The Renos of Burnside Superstocks feature went to the 89 of Logan Preston. And the Rourke and Sons Transport Open Wheel Modifieds feature winner was the number four of Wayne James. The Ponderosa Speedway in Junction City, Kentucky had it Friday night opener. The Super Late Model event was Corey Hedgechock, who won in the number 23. The Modified feature went to Brandon Kinzer in the number 18. The Crate feature went to Justin Smith in the 71. The Superstock feature went to the number 62 of Daniel Stamper, and the four-cylinder feature was clinched by Dustin Duncan in the number 21. The Taswell Speedway was running this past weekend. It was the Schaefer Spring Nationals in the Little Bill Corum Memorial 20000 excuse me, $21,000 to win feature race event. 
36 late models signed in on the property. The top three were Chris Smokey Madden, the 44, Ricky Weiss in the number seven, and Mac Daddy Dale McDowell taking home third. But that wasn't it. Last Thursday, Volunteer Speedway, a huge event. Volunteer is one of my favorite dirt tracks. Been there a couple times down at Bulls Gap, Tennessee. The Kyle Larson presents late model challenge powered by Tezos. 42 late models on a Thursday night. Very cool to see. Of course, Clint Breuer was in the booth with Dustin Jarrett and Ben uh, at Shelton as well. So it was really cool to see kind of Clint Boyer, the NASCAR talent, come out and be in the booth with them as well. But the Winfield Warrior, Mike Marler, took home the win, followed by the Newport Nightmare, Jimmy Owens. And then the Black Sunshine, Scott Bloomquist, took home third. And up next will be our very special guest. It is the number 32 of Mr. David Baines, the Salem Speedway veteran that races in the Lucas Oil Great American Stocks. All right, welcome back to the Wild Will Throwdown. Now we have our special guest today. Please welcome the driver of the Lucas Oil Great American Stocks here at Salem Speedway, the driver of the number 32, Mr. David Baines. David, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Will. All right, so let's jump into it here. I always like starting the podcast by talking about how drivers started or promoters or what the such is of the officials or whatnot. So the 32 comes to life. How did that happen and how did you become in the racing industry? Well, I uh, started in 97 at Sports Drum Speedway in a Dromer um, right when I turned 16. Uh, Mom and dad figured it might help me out driving a little bit and whatever else, getting a race car. Maybe I wouldn't speed, but so I wouldn't have any speeding tickets, but I think it kind of backfired. It'd probably been cheaper to pay a couple of speeding tickets, but we started down there at Sports Drum and uh, I actually ran a number 23 at Sports Drum and uh, went to Louisville Speedway after that, ran the 23 there, came up here in 99, uh, 2000-ish and after Louisville closed and uh, 23 wasn't available so we just switched it up to 32 and uh, kind of it's kind of feels like home now. So that, that was my next question. What is the significance of 23 and then becoming to 32 well back in the day at sports drone when they had they they were pretty much like the ford crown vicks are now the drummers were back then and when you went to sign up you just had to there was a list and you had to pick an available number and 23 was available and i believe that's back when jimmy spencer uh drove the smoking joe's camel car or something like that and he was kind of wild and dad said that's probably the way i'd be so that'd probably be a pretty fitting number so then you go to the number 32 here at Salem. I guess that's where you first had the 32 at, or was it somewhere different? Nope, nope. it was right here at Salem Speedway. We ran 32, and uh, it just stuck. I liked it. We uh, had some success with it. We did win up here in the 23 street stock, number 23 street stock, and then uh, won our first championship with the 32, and it just kind of stuck ever since then, and it almost feels weird to run anything different last year when i had to drive tony conway's car and run the 54 it was a little different but that one has a lot of significance too back to louisville watching him so it, that that number was kind of meaningful too but yep 32 is it yeah and you talk about tony the Iceman conway watching him back at louisville like i grew up and all the other classics and the veterans but let's talk about your class here at salem speedway uh what are some of the technical aspects of a great american stock car uh, they started out um, kind of like almost like what the Dromers were back in the day at Sports Drome, and then they've just advanced over time and 
racers are own worst enemy and want more stuff and more stuff and they've just kind of evolved into uh back in the early 2000s uh, salem had a super stock class and it's they've almost become what the super stocks were back then um they're kind of more like a stock frame late model now uh like they the days back at louisville speedway they start out their late models but uh they're you know nine got nine inch four rear ends in them four speed transmissions um just uh, full race engines, high-rise aluminum intakes. They're uh, they're far from any beginner division now, and I think that's what's uh, so special about the Crown Vicks being up here on the big track is that we have somewhere else to start now. Yeah, and we also, you know, you you kind of laugh and talk about it. we let everyone laughs. You know, the Fords. You 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 mentioned the racers are their own worst enemies. We see now some of the Fords. Uh, getting up to the price cost of some of the street stocks back in the day. And we see um, the, these Fords kind of transition to almost like the modern-day street stock. And, and we keep seeing street stocks kind of modernized to a late model or pro-late model because we're seeing more and more crate engines out there, it seems like, um, including dirt. You know, you see the crate late models, the Indiana Pro Late Model Series. So uh, that's a great point that you point out there. But now talk about your success at Salem Speedway. Before we started the podcast, we talked a little bit about uh, you being the winningest driver uh also behind chuck barn senior so talk about your success a little bit here at salem speedway well it, it was a long time ago that we got started and uh, a lot of people see me now and they how do you do this i can't drive like you you don't have the success well they just weren't here to see when i didn't have that all my learning and i i think the turn three and four wall over there might be six or so inches out further with how much i hit it whenever i was learning but uh just just consistent just ran up here a bunch and was just determined to get it and just kind of over the a little while just took a liking to it and and uh, just i like it a lot better than the short tracks i just like the speed and and the banking and stuff like that and uh, that's just what's and just being smart and figuring out what you need to fix or to secure on the car to finish races and get to the end and that just kind of just keeping the car in one piece and making it to the end so now this is another thing, you know, I've, I was at Sportstrom, everybody knows that the last three years, I've done a lot of different tracks as well while being employed there, but at those kind of tracks, we don't see the big track stuff, I call it. You have your spotter, you have your, your pit road, because you do pit stops. Talk about that, being because you've raced at Sportstrom, you've raced at Louisville, you come here, you have to have a great team. Uh, explain how important the crew is on top of the roof of the spotter stand and the pit crew there because they have to be ready in a split second when you come down to pit row yeah they sure do will um my dad has spotted for me forever uh he's getting a little older and stuff so i've tried to take some of the some of the work off of him and the responsibility for that and i've actually had uh, cole williams spotted for me in a halloween race and he spotted this first race of this year and i'm hoping to be able to continue with him this year as much as he can with his race schedule and then uh, just the, the pit, you have to have a dedicated pit crew that is really willing just to help you and that is there for you. You can't have them there for somebody else and want to run over whenever, if you need help, they got to be there and ready for you when you come down pit road. Um, in 2018, I had uh, my cousins, Chris and Eric Baines and some friends and uh, David Jones and them, and you just have to get a dedicated group together for the big races to be ready for that. You know, we have the impacts that, that, like nascar used to use this the real fast ones and uh, we glue lug nuts on the wheels for pit stops and stuff like that um our normal race days aren't so hectic and crazy but yeah you've got to have people that are there willing to come in and help you 
Absolutely, especially what I've seen, you know, calling the Halloween 200 race last year for the first time ever. I've come one other time to watch that event and not really call it. But even calling it, you have, there's so much going on on a half mile or over half mile, I should say. Um, but the action pins, uh, picks up. Now, explain as a driver, when you're in a 200 lap race, 50 lap, I, I don't really care because it's all the same to me. When you're out there in a car and you have that many cars on this big of a track, how fast does your reaction time have to be? Because <laughs> if you're standing down there next to the gate, you know, Don, um, that was calling the race with me, you know, I was going to do the interview. So the last five laps, I walked down there and just the amount of force that was coming off the turn down there was amazing to be up and close to that. What's the reaction time like as a driver in that big of an intense race? It's, uh, it's, it's about the same intensity with, um, the two hundreds, or a 50 lapper that we run uh, at salem when you're coming off a of turn four uh, before you even get off the corner you've looked down the straightaway to make sure that out of your peripheral vision that you're there's nothing and that's kind of what the spotter's for too but even as a driver you can't be driving right on the end of your nose you have to be aware of what's going on up ahead of you and and uh the 50 lappers there is a little bit of a difference between the, us and the 200 lappers uh because the 50 lappers up here with the the amount of competition we have is like 50 qualifying laps i mean there's no riding there's no settling in it's go now and go then the 200s you kind of you kind of slow the pace down a little bit and you ride and you take care of your car and make sure you can get to the end and don't tear it up and you're kind of a little more cautious instead of barreling off a of turn four in the 200 lappers you're kind of tiptoeing around the guys because you don't race with them every week you're not as comfortable but the 50 lappers, we're all pretty comfortable, and we know what you know. Most for the most part, what everybody's going to do and what they're capable of, unless something bizarre happens. And that's what makes this division so great. Is it's just a great group of guys that race with it, and for the most part, we everybody races with respect. There's our normal instance that we have every now and then, and that's going to happen. But the uh, 200 yeah, and I, and I even think that the that the normal everyday people that come up here and race kind of are cautious around each other and kind of give each other breaks through the first part of the 200s so that leads me to my next question you know i guess it's more of a statement but to you to be in there there, there's always the question (laughs) what is it like to wreck at salem speedway and it happened so fast the first time i've came as a spectator at the halloween 200 was the year before last i believe 2020 and I was standing out there with my buddy Harold Adams taking pictures, and I think it was over almost to turn number three, I believe, and a big wreck happened. I guess you would call it the big one in the Halloween 200 or something at Salem like it, but it happened so fast. Like, how do you as a driver, and I know you've been involved in, in the unfortunate circumstance of that, but explain that, how fast things happen around here when it does happen. One slip-up could cause a big melee. Oh, yeah, generally you... uh something happens in front of you you see a car out of shape or whatever and lift off the throttle a little bit uh brakes up here for the most part aren't going to keep you out of the wreck you need to you need to keep watching the situation develop and and your spotters up there trying to help you do that but you have to have the instinct of a driver to find that hole to where you can get through or to lessen the blow as most as much as possible so you can tear up the car as least amount of possible but ideally it happens really fast and you see it and you just try to drive through it and then most of the time if a car goes up and hits the wall in the corner you have to know that it's coming back down and you have to know if you've got enough time to get past it on the bottom or you check up and go around the top of them 
Very good point. Very good point. I like to get a driver's insight on that. Uh, so let's talk about the new look for 2022. Of course, you posted on your Facebook. Who came up with this scheme, and uh, you know how did it evolve to having these kind of colors this year? Well, last year we had uh, we had a sponsor that kind of wanted the blue and the blue and white color scheme. Um, that wasn't our normal color scheme. If you've been up here uh, for any time or seen the 32 car up here, that it's always some variation of red, black, and white. And uh, Joey Jones with Stick 'Em Up Graphics is actually the one that came up with this wrap, and he did a really good job on it, and I liked it. And it was back to the black, red, and white, so I was okay with it, not real picky. Easy guy to please. Yeah, so now you've got the first event in the books in 2022. How do you feel about your run then? And is there anything you would like to change for the upcoming week uh, You know that we are going to see this weekend? Yeah, we uh, to, with all the bad luck we had last year to finish second, Will, was, uh, was kind of nice to be back on the front stretch. We didn't – I think we may have had one front stretch finish last year, but to run second um, – we kind of got a lucky break on the start on the, the lineup when they didn't take the inside of the front row and we went from fourth to the inside of the front row and was able to get up in between will and brian bear which is couldn't believe it happened but we made it work and got into second and kind of snookered them on one there um but yeah we've uh, we've made some shock changes for this next race and just very the car wasn't great but it wasn't super far off so we didn't want to mess with it a whole lot so we'll be pretty close to what we were last time hopefully a little bit better now let's talk a little bit about this weekend. How cool is it for Salem Speedway to host this prestigious event, CRA Super Series, back in town, Pro Late Models, Great American Stocks, Ken Schrader, back in a Great American Stock, which is a big headline, uh, had a big prominence in NASCAR. Uh, so what is your expectations again for this weekend? And, man, how cool is it? Everyone going to be out here camping. The weather looks like 80s. This is going to be a great weekend for Salem Speedway. Yeah, it sure is, Will. Um these super late models get around here they're always super impressive to have here i remember coming before i started driving up here watching them and it was always amazing how fast they are and stuff like that and and then you know that this this racetrack and this division must be a pretty well represented division if ken trader wants to come and race with us again and, and trust all those guys to you know to race with us and that's just that's a really neat deal for him i'm glad he's coming to do that and and it'll promote and hopefully put some butts in the seats and the stands and get some people out here and bring their campers out and it's you know it's always free camping up here so and it's i can't can't stress enough how much of a good time it is but uh, everybody needs to get out here and uh enjoy the weekend if you have a camper or whatever if you can get out here for the weekend do it but if nothing else get out here sunday and get out here early we got practice and qualifying and all that stuff and just cannot wait to get back here so now let's talk about your family for a moment of course um, little one and Trisha, of course, that always supports you at the track. Um, of course, she hasn't met a stranger at this track because I've seen your wife out here a lot, and it's good to see because this is a family sport, even for the other families on the weekend. Everyone gets along, camps together. But describe the support of your family that you have because you know we see it on your social media a lot. We see it on Trisha's social media a lot. But explain the the presence of your family in this sport because it's great to see. Uh, yeah, it's everything. I'll be honest with you. If it wasn't for them, I probably still wouldn't be doing this crazy sport. Uh, my wife, Trisha, is there to support me. And any crazy idea I come up with most of the time, unless it's going to certain racetracks, she's not real crazy about. But I've got two uh, older girls, Hannah and Haley. They're uh, 15 and 18 now, and, and they still make time to come up here to the racetrack and watch Dad race and uh, camp when they can. Uh, they have prom on Saturday coming up that they're going to. So they won't be up here on Saturday, but I'm sure they'll be up here bright and early Sunday morning to support us. Um, then you've got my little crazy one, Autumn. 
uh she's uh she's all about it she was actually in the garage before we came up here uh helping me work on the car and do some other stuff and she likes to hang out in the driver's seat and watch youtube on my phone but she's all about it my mom and my dad if it wasn't for them um i wouldn't be doing this wouldn't probably really care to do it much anymore because it's good family time we got a camper here they've got a camper here we all camp my in-laws will be up here this weekend camping and helping um it's just a huge a huge family deal and uh like i said their support means everything and that is with a bunch of the great american stock guys so last racing related question before we let you uh thank who you would like to thank on the 32 machine what are your expectations for the remainder of the year what does david baines want to accomplish here for the 2022 season of the 76th year I'd like to get in, in victory lane uh at least once but the, probably the bigger uh goal that we have set is to make 100 percent of the laps uh and and just finish them all and and a lot of times if you do that you'll find yourself in the hunt for the championship at the end of the year and uh wouldn't mind to put another championship banner up if we can uh, a lot of co- tough competitions not saying we can do that but we're going to give it an effort to be there at the end, of the end of the year all right david and of course finally i always like to give the sponsors the recognition uh who would you like to thank on that 32 machine because we all know sponsors uh they give you the chance to be here sponsors help tremendously with each and every race car so who would you like to thank on that 32 machine well, this this will kind of goes right back to family. Uh, my sister and uh, and her uh, fiance Jason uh, own Castlewood Concrete, and they're on the the passenger door of the car. So really appreciate them and their support, and they come up and bring the kids up and and watch us also. So that means the world to have them involved. Uh, Shane Wilson Lawn Care, uh, his son Logan actually races, and Shane helps me uh, has helped me for a long time, and really appreciate his help in the pits. Uh, Richard Gilliatt with Gilliatt Construction has helped me for probably two or three years after I started up here. He's been helping me. Locker Room Pub, um, I think I just talked to him on the way up here, and I think he's coming up on Sunday to watch, so that'll be great. David Owen with Owen Funeral Homes, he helps out. Uh, don't haven't Didn't really know him. That was kind of a deal through Tony Conway, and when Tony said, hey, I'm going to retire or from full-time, and, and David said, well, I just want to keep helping on the 32 car, so really appreciate that um like we said earlier joey jones that that did a great job on the wrap this year in design and getting it put on i really appreciate that and then uh sebastian motorsports tim sebastian for uh giving me a race car to drive and and pretty much letting me act like it's mine and do whatever i need to it and he just asks or just says if i need something to let him know so i really appreciate that well, that's awesome because everyone knows that sponsors are the main uh, reason for a guy being at the track. You know, when when they have their names on the side of those cars and you do as well as you have over the years, it really goes a long way. Well, David, it, I speak for everyone else. I thank you so much for being on here with me today, and we wish you the best of luck this weekend, my man, and, and good luck to you. Thank you, Will, and I uh, appreciate uh, Bill and Ashley for giving us a place to race, and everybody come out and uh, watch some races on Sunday. We appreciate David Baines and the number 32 machine of the Lucas Oil Great American Stocks for stopping by today. Now it's time to look at the upcoming schedule for April 23rd and 24th, and I can tell you now there is no shortage of racing this coming up weekend. It looks to be beautiful around our area. So now let's look at some of the National Dirt Touring Series that we'll see this upcoming weekend. We kick things off with the Spring Nationals. They'll be at Trice County Racetrack 
on the 21st for a $4,053 to win payday. The MRLA Elite Models will be at the Lucas Oil Speedway down in Missouri for a $5,000 win payday on Friday. The World of Outlaws Case Construction Late Models are back in action as they stop at the Atomic Speedway for 10,000 to win on Friday, then again on Saturday for 15,000 to win. The XRSS Late Model Series visits the Alltech Raceway for 25,000 to win Friday, and then Saturday, 50 grand on the line. The Comp Cam Series heads to Texarkana Speedway 67 in Arkansas for a $3,005 to win event. I actually pass that track every time I go to Louisiana, and it's a cool little dirt track that sits off the interstate there. Glad the new owners took that over and kind of made it their own, if you will. The Spring Nationals visits the Clarksville Speedway this Saturday with a $10,053 to win event. And on Tuesday for the 26th, the Castro Night in America Super Late Models, presented by Flow Racing, visits Eldora Speedway for a $22,000 and 22 payday that is huge so um good job by castro and flow racing for putting more money on the line for super late models now let's take a look at some of the schedules for our local tracks the indianapolis speedrome is back in action in a huge way this saturday night as they will have the crazy car memorial 116 lap event for the factory front wheel drives they will also have the mini late models in the oval the Ford Oval, Ford 8, Street Stocks, and of course the late model figure 8, 75 lap event. That is going to be a stacked great show to see. Sports Trump Speedway is of course off this weekend in anticipation for Thunder over Louisville. Florence Speedway is back this weekend with Dollar Days, $800 to win for Sport Mods. The Tri-State Legends and the Crown Vicks making an appearance. That's a big deal up there for Florence Speedway. Our friends up at the Lorraine Raceway Park, Randy Maggio and his family, has their opener this weekend. It will be Farmer Appreciation Night. On tap, going to be Street Stocks, Chargers, Pure Stocks, Must-See Racing Crate Sprints, and, of course, the Modifieds. Paragon Speedway back open this week with Fan Appreciation Night and a driver meet and greet. Racing will be Steel Block Sprints, Super Stocks, Modified Bombers, and Hornets. I always preach about the driver meet and greets. It really gives a local fan uh, someone to cheer for each and every week at the local track, so it's great that they can actually go out there and meet those drivers. Brownstown is back this weekend with a huge event. Super Late Models 2500 to win. Pro Late Models, Modified Super Stocks, and Hornets. Lake Cumberland will be back this weekend down at Burnside, Kentucky, featuring Pro Late Models 1500 to win. Open wheel modifieds, one grand to win. Hobby stocks, 400, and front wheel drive mini stocks, 400 as well. Also, Salem Speedway. This is a huge, huge, huge day of racing this Sunday. Of course, practice being Saturday, but Sunday, April the 21st, it's the CRA Midwest 250. The Super Late Models, Pro Late Models, and Lucas Oil Great American Stocks will be a combined 250 laps of racing. Ken Schrader will also be competing in a Great American Stock. This is a huge weekend, as you heard Mr. David Baines contest too. He will be out here in his 32 Street Stock. Going to be a great weekend of racing. Come on out, camp. It's going to be fun. Now we look at the NASCAR circuit as the Cup Series will visit Talladega Super Speedway on Sunday for the Geico 500. That's always a fun one to watch Sunday afternoon. As you can tell, race fans, there is no shortage of racing this weekend. 
What a show today we've had, race fans. Once again, I want to thank our guest, Mr. David Baines in the number 32 for being on with me. And a special thanks to all of the production crew and staff at Dirt 2 Media for what they do. Couldn't be here with the Wild Will Throwdown without them. As always, race fans and drivers, always support your local racetrack. I'm Will Greenwell, and I will see you on the next episode Around the Turn. <laughs>